Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. I've been talking about living that almost life. You know, I, I, you know, I don't want to live an almost life. I want to live the best life I could possibly live. So how do we live the best life we could possibly live, me and you? We got to understand this, that the only way to get to another level of where we want to get to in life is we're going to have to do it with God. And the only way to do this thing with God is this, is that you're going to have to make a decision in your heart early this year what you're going to do to seek him. See, that's one of the biggest things. I don't, your spiritual walk with God is good, guys. This is what you got to realize. Like someone's thinking, well, God's far away from me or I'm far away from God. No, but what we're saying is I want to have the best season with God that I've ever had in my entire life. You personally, you know what I mean? And this isn't going to be like, you know, I think like sometimes it becomes overwhelming. You think like, well, you know, maybe I'm not as good a Christian as I think I can be. Or maybe I'm not a good a Christian as the person next to me. Or maybe like, you know, I don't really have a desire. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of shoot all those elephants in the room. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really have a desire to spend time with God. That's okay. Nobody wants to say that, but that, you know that's in the room. Like, man, what am I going to do if I start spending time with God? What's he going to want from me? What's he going to ask me to do? This is kind of a little weird, man, because if I start spending time with God, does this mean I got to go be a missionary in, like, Tibet or something like that? Because I don't want to go nowhere. You, some of you don't even want to go to Port Orange for crying out loud. You're going to go to Tibet. Stop. You know what I mean? And then some of you I know, your lifestyle maybe isn't as like, you know, hey, I got a little something-something going on. Is God going to take the little something-something away? God's not going to take nothing from you. God's not going to rebuke you. God's not going to rearrange you. And God is not going to relocate you. Can I get an amen? So everybody, take a deep breath and chill. Okay? Tell your neighbor it's going to be all right. Your neighbor's the person next to you. Tell your other neighbor it's going to be good. Tell the person in back of you, I don't know about you. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on you got to work with me, man. You got to understand this stuff because guess what? Every time we get to this like pinnacle, right? It's like, everybody's like, oh, it's going to be a brand new year. Yeah, okay, it's going to be a brand new year, but how many, you know, year after year, it doesn't seem to be like a brand new year. We got to put some stuff together so we can make sure this is the best year of your life. So here's what I'm going to talk about. We're going to fast and pray. Now, here's what I think about fasting and praying. And this is why I'm talking about today is because how many, you know, next week we're in the middle of it, right? By next week, it's on. Now, some of you say, man, well, I don't want to do this. Well, guess what? If you're a member of the church, there's something you should add into this thing because I think it's important. So here's what I ask you to do. Go pray about it. You know what I mean? People came to me already with stuff they got. Like, God told me to do this. Okay, God told me to pray. God told me this. I don't know. It ain't none of my business. This is between you and the Lord. But this is what I want you to know. If you give God 10 minutes, 15 minutes a day, that will change your life forever. Come on, man. Some of you, God already started talking to you about that crazy phone. You spend three hours a day scrolling on this stupid thing, playing games. Give me an amen. I know it's quiet in here. But you know what I'm saying? You, gotta, you, you think about it, right? What would happen if you put the stupid thing down at 7 o'clock and said, hey, man, from 7 to 7.30, I'm going to give this to God. I'm going to read the Bible. Now, I got some of you you don't like to read. Go listen to it. When's the last time you listened to the Bible? No, don't raise your hand. You know what I'm saying? But some of you, look, you want to be honest? 
Like, I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand, but how many of you in a week don't really read the word? Don't raise your hand. You ain't really, I know, Pastor, I go to church with you. I don't really get in the word, like listening to like Galatians, Ephesians. I don't listen to none of that. Well, wait a minute, stop, pause. What happens if we build a thing where we're like, okay, you're going to put the word on for 15 minutes a day. Did you do that last year? If you didn't, this is what I told the guys, right? We got the app. You need to go get that Chris Arnold Ministry app. You got a scan? You got a thing for that? Can we show that? I don't know if we got one, Angie, if you can find it. You need to get this app today before you leave the building. Okay? You need to get these notifications. You need to do this. Because here's what I'm saying. I'm going to come alongside and help you. If you just hang out with me for 2024, whatever it is, your life's going to change. Because I'm going to give you the scriptures. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you the prayer time. And I'm going to start giving you videos. Are you here? You understand what I'm saying? Now, I'm going to start giving you, okay, what is your life going to look like if we add one scripture a week? One, everybody say one. One scripture a week, I'm going to give you every week. What is your life going to look like at the end of the year? You got 52 scriptures close to your heart that you didn't have a year ago. Are you, are you here? Okay, we're going to pray together. Five minutes a day, pray. I got to do more praying with you this year. What's five minutes a day of prayer going to look Monday through Friday compared to last year? How many of you praying five? Don't raise your hand. I'm just asking you, man. How many of you are really praying five minutes a day? You know what I'm saying? Man, some of you are like, I pray an hour. Yeah, all right, relax. You're not the majority here. Okay? Chill. You know? But how many of you are doing this? Well, I'm not really doing that, Pastor. How many of you got the word of God on for 10 minutes a day? Preaching, not preaching, pre the word. I ain't doing that. I'm going to add an app for the word to be down. Don't worry about it. If you ain't got it, don't worry about it, right? Just go to Chris Sarner Ministries. You got apps? You know how to use these things? And if you ain't techie, look at the person next to you and go, whatever. I'm telling you, take out your phone right now. Go there. Go to the app store. I'm telling you, get the thing. If you don't have it, get it. Click the notification. And then when the notification shows up, you're, I'm like a bad habit. I keep showing up. You're going to get me at 8. You're going to get me at noon. Now you're going to get me at night. The one guy was so tired of me. He's like, they were making me laugh. They're like, my wife is putting this on. They go to, When they were going to sleep at night, they're funny, man. They're like, you are in the house 24 hours a day. I'm getting tired of hearing your voice. I said, well, praise the Lord. What are you doing? They go, at night, they were listening to five minutes of prayer before they went to bed, and they would listen to me ramble on because I don't really pray. I talk, you know? And they're like, we shut you off, thank the Lord Jesus, and then we would sit there and pray, pray in the spirit and pray together before we, went, before we called it a night. What's your marriage going to look like if you start doing that every night? Hey, don't, don't bring me in there. I don't care. You sit there for five minutes and go, PC is going to ask me next week. Cole, I'm going to come to you next week. I'm going to be like, bro, I'm looking at you, dude. I'm coming to get you, bro. I'm going to be like, have you sat down with Ashley every night before you went to bed and prayed for five minutes? He's going to tell me yes because she told me I have to. Good, good girl, right? No, you see, what's your life going to look like? What's the kids going to look like? What? Get them little jokers and go every day before you go to school. I'm a, we're going to pray for... This isn't big stuff. This is little stuff. I got, look, I got teenagers, I know. You think they want me to do what I do? They think I'm weird. They're tired of me. Gigi doesn't think I'm weird. She's defending herself. But the other guy does, right? Because what do I do? I go in there and I'm like, hey, you need to pray. I was like, did you pray? Did you pray before you left? Did you do this? 
He looks at me like, oh, God, Dad, leave me alone. No, what? They, they, they think you're weird. Do you think I care? I don't care. I pay for everything around here. Everyone listen to me. Because if I stop, I cut you all off. So how you like that? Everybody listening now? Though you got my credit card in your pocket, bro, on this trip? You want to pray now? Okay, come on, let's pray. You're not ready to, they're all prayer warriors. Because you got, they got your money in their pocket. You over there like, you better stop. Make them do it. You know, I used to have them leave. Oh, God. I used to walk them to school, right? Like, we'd get the car. I'd get out of the car and walk with them, you know? Sometimes because they were little, you know, and they would they, Daddy, you're weird. You know, I'm like, no, I got time to do this. Let's walk. And I'd walk with them, you know, and go. And they were embarrassed probably, but they weren't too embarrassed. But then I'd leave. Man, I'd be praying in tongues, walking in this close school, and uh, waving to everybody. And when I was leaving, I was pleading the blood over the place. They're looking at me, I plead the blood of Jesus over this campus. I plead the blood of Jesus over these teachers and these kids. And none of this demonic activity is going to happen in this school because the glory of God is in this place. And they say, yeah, you know, because you want to coach, you were there. Coach was there. We actually prayed a couple times over there. Remember there was stuff went down, parents and kids. And so what do you think I was doing? And you over here, and you're supposed to be spiritual, walking around like natural people. You ain't natural, you're supernatural. You know what I mean? So this is what I'm saying. You got to wake up to this stuff. And it's little things. Everybody say it's little things. So it's your life with God changes in little steps. Not big steps. Just take little steps. Man, I, Pastor, I could pray for five minutes a day. Okay, you can't do five? Give me two minutes. You can't give me two minutes? Oh, see, now it's quiet because I know you ain't doing it. Look, man. This is how, you want to know why I know what I'm doing? I went to Bible school, right? I go to Norval Hayes Bible School. I got all these students. They get, they paying to go to Bible school, bro. And that's when the place had people in it, right? I show up. I'm like, I'm going to survey these kids because I don't think none of these kids are doing it. I said, how many of you were praying in the spirit every day? There was 50 some odd kids in there. Three people raised their hand. I said, okay, it's cool. Just be honest. Don't lie. I said, you lie to me, you lie to the Holy Ghost. Somebody might die. Tell the truth. All right? Right? So I, I had to get them, you know, to do it. So I said, how many of you praying in the Holy Spirit every day? Three hands went up. I said, that's honesty. I said, how many of you reading your Bible every day? A couple hands went up. I said, what is that telling me? People that are paying to go to Bible school are not doing spiritual things. So you tell me you guys are? That is not for me to, like, crush your rainbow because I love you. I'm coming alongside of you to help you because I am you. And I knew what I needed when I was you. So I'm making it simple. You're going to get up. You're going to read scriptures. That's it. They're waiting for you in the morning. Download the app. You're going to get there. You're going to pray. Okay, here we go. I'm going to pray for three minutes. zippity doo da day. I'm going to put the word of God on. You can get the thing. It's free for crying out loud. You're going to read. How many can read one chapter of the Bible? How about this? Stop. Read one per proverb every day. That's all I'm asking you to do. Who could read one proverb every day? What, proverb, there's 31 proverbs in the Bible. Can you read one proverb a day starting today? The day you're on is the day you read. Can you do that? Okay, stop. Now be honest with me. Be honest. Don't you lie. Holy Ghost is here. Don't you lie. How many of you read a proverb a day every day this year? Raise your hand. No, don't lie. Listen to me. Listen to what I just said. How many of you read a proverb a day every day this year? If you did it, raise your hand. One, two, three people out of the whole room. It's the book of wisdom, baby. 
I didn't raise my hand. You see what I'm saying? So this is the little things. We just do the little things. We're going to start changing your world, man. Three minutes of prayer, look at you. You just became a spiritual giant. Statistically, statistically, if you give me a proverb a day, pray in the spirit a little bit, say your prayers, listen to the word of God, literally we can get this done in eight minutes a day. You start giving eight minutes a day to God, I'll change your world. Because it's going to start getting contagious. You start putting that phone down, look, you, come on, yeah, clap for yourself because this is going to be the best year of your life. How about this? How many spend a lot of time on that phone? Don't raise your hand. Don't raise your hand. Don't raise your hand. What would life look like if you shut that thing down like 20 minutes before, 20 minutes before you went to bed? And don't give me work because that ain't going to be no cop out, Cleveland Browns. Be quiet. Look, look, I'm, I'm playing. Like, I got to steal it for work. You ain't that busy. Shut the stupid thing off, right? How, what would it look like if you said, I'm shutting that thing down. I'm going to worship the Lord a little bit. Come on, guys. And I know some of you are doing this, but this is what I'm saying. Like, what's going to make next year the best year? You got to do something a little different. How many got the worship plan? Woo! you just worshiping God. You just worship God. Some of you do. I know some of you do. I've been in your house. I've seen you do it, right? Come on. How many? But some people don't do it. These are the little things. So here's my question. Number one, why am I fasting? What is this all about? What is this thing? Why am I fasting? Why are you fasting? Because it's for spiritual renewal guidance. How many need to renew your spiritual life? That's why you fast. Now look, now let me show you something. So yeah, well, I ain't not eating no food, pastor. Look, I'm going to tell you straight up. I tell you this every year. I can care less about the stupid food. I want your time. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean by food and time? Somebody's like, well, I'll stop eating. Well, if you stop eating and you don't pray, it's a waste of time. How about you give me some time? You know what I'm saying? Like some of you might cut back, like, hey, I'm going to take this time. Now, a lot of you guys are still working, and the time you can get, you moms and dads are busy. Maybe you get your lunch time. You know what I mean? So maybe you say, I get a half hour for lunch. Here's what I want to do. I'm going to cut it in half, man. I'm going to take 15 minutes and go do something spiritual. I, I go take a walk around. I'm walking. I'm always praying in the spirit around there. The other day, I was praying so loud, the neighbor seen me. I was got the dog, and he's jerking around, sniffing everything in the world, and the neighbor was over there, and I was praying with somebody. One of you. I think I was praying with somebody in here. I don't know. And I'm praying loud, you know. Oh, God, I thank you. And my neighbor, she, he used to it. The one guy, he just goes, hey, Pastor, I know what you're doing, man. I'm over there having a prayer session, walking the dog. And they, they go walk the neighborhood, man. Get out. Get some exercise. Go walk on the beach for crying out loud. You got the best free entertainment going out there. Get out there and go walk and pray for a little bit. Build a safeguard in your life to make this the best year of your life. I can't. I know some of you in here. You're going to wear me out. I can't walk. Blah, 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 blah. Well, sit in your lazy boy and shut the stupid TV, that babbling idiot box TV, shut off the phone, shut this nonsense off, and just sit there for five minutes, just worship the Lord. Are we here? You see it? What am I looking to do? Spiritual renewal. How many need some guidance? This is why you fast. How many need some healing? That's why you fast. How many need some resolution for some problems? That's why you fast. How many need some special grace to handle difficult situations? That's why you fast. Ask the Holy Spirit to clarify this stuff. Where do you see this? Second Chronicles seven fourteen. This is what he's telling you. He's telling me this. He's telling us how to do it. I know this is so exciting, right? Everybody's like, I thought we we're going to have like this new year, new me, new you, new this, new that. 
I said, Chris, I thought you were going to come in here and tell me all this cool stuff about how everything's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be great if you do something, right? If, if you don't do nothing, you're going to have the same year. If you like the year you had, keep doing what you're doing. That's what it comes down to. If my people, which are what? Shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from the wicked, then they will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sins and I will heal their land. What is he telling you? If my people what? Pray and seek my face, right? What's that mean? You got to seek God. If you don't seek God, it ain't like God's just going to go find you. He already found you. You got to seek him. If you don't seek him, guess what it's going to be? It ain't going to be the same year like it was. It's going to be the same thing. Fasting doesn't change God. Fasting changes you. He's the same before and during and after your fast. He ain't changing. But fasting changes you. It'll help you keep your flesh under. How many of you need to keep your flesh under and become more sensitive to God? Can I get an amen there? Right? How many of you know your flesh needs some change? How many of you fasted before? You knew like in the first minute you fasted like, man, this was a great idea, right? And then you did it and the first week showed up and you're like, oh my God, why did I do this? Right? Isn't it great? You're like, oh, you got the thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, put this thing on. They got it. They found it. Here, there, get that. Get that right now. If you don't have the app, get it. Don't even ask me. Just take out your phone and get it. Don't, if you do not have the app, don't sit there and look at the screen and go, what is that? Just get it. I'm, I'm like a bad habit. I show up like two, three times a day. You can't get away from me. All my relevant people, if you're visiting, you can go on the journey with us. Get that. That's going to come to you. I'm going to be with you through the whole journey. I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to do all that. Everybody get it. That's why they found it. I'm going to check you before you leave the door. So if you don't have the app, I'm, the only way to get out of here today is you're going to show me the app. Okay? So I'm, you think I'm crazy? I'm not nuts. I'm going to be like, show me the app. Now you can leave. Show me the app. Is this one of those kind of weird churches? Yeah, we're pretty much shot out. So you're here now. Get the app. And I'm going to come alongside. I'm going to coach you in this thing. Because some of you are a little rough. You know what I mean? Some of you guys are really rough, you know? But I got a Dennis gave me that statistic. Scared me, man. We're getting ready to do this ministry. You know, if a mom takes the kids to church, it was like 30% of the kids will stay with church or something like that. But if the dad comes with the mom, 90-some-odd percent of the family will go to church. Did you hear what I just said? Did you hear what I just said? It's true. Then they showed me that thing almost fell out. The men's ministry has got to go to a whole new level because I'm coming to get you guys. I am. I'm going to become a nuisance. I'm going to get all of you. Because you're more spiritual than you think you are. You guys are all like, well, I'm not, no, I leave the God stuff for the wife and the, no, no, man, cut it out. God likes you guys just the way you are. Be normal. Act like dudes too. God don't want no pansies running around. Church so shut out, bunch of pansies running around. Well, Tinkerbell sermons and all this stupid stuff, nonsense. Act like dudes, man. And God, and Jesus is a superhero, bro. He ain't soft and he ain't weird. Jesus was Jesus was like stone cold, tough. You know what I mean? Jesus would have been in the WWE. I'm telling you, he would. Bad dude, man. You know what I'm saying? So act like it's okay to be a dude. Like, you know, you go to church. I know it's like kind of like different. You guys come in. You're like, I'm not really like spiritual. Can, can you give me five minutes a day? Can you guys give me five minutes a day? You just became spiritual. You became more spiritual on five minutes a day if you do what I tell you to do than 95% of Christians in the earth. Look, because I don't even want to tell you how many people ain't reading the Bible. You know you ain't. How many people praying? Jesus said, 
if it's if that's being spiritual, you know what I'm saying, like seeking God, then if you start giving him five minutes a day, you just became a spiritual giant because guess what he said? Come seek me. You are. So is it is what's big in the kingdom? Seeking him. Look what it says, right? Download that, but look what it said there, right? He said, you got to come seek me. If you don't come seek him, you ain't going to find him. You got to go get him. So what is fasting, right? Pop that up there, right? They'll put that up there. What is fasting, right? Right? What, what is fat? Why am I fasting? And what is it? It's a spiritual discipline that Jesus taught in the Bible. Jesus expected the followers to fast, and he said, you will be rewarded for your fasting. It's his system, not mine. Fasting, according to the Bible, means to voluntarily reduce or eliminate intake of food for a specific time or purpose. But the Bible says when you fast, not if you fast. And we learn this, that not only is it fasting of food, it can be fasting of what? Your time. Now, Jesus taught fasting of food. Guess what? But I guarantee you this, he had no problem with us fasting time. Some people can't. Can't, you know what I'm saying? You can't do it. So guess what? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just what? Give me your time. It's important. Where did he say this? Watch this. In Matthew 6, 16. Look at Matthew 6, 16. You're going to see this thing all the way to 18. When you give up eating, Right? When you fast, don't put on a sad face like the hypocrites do. For their faces look and they show people they are fasting. I tell you the truth, those hypocrites already have their full reward. Look at 17 and 18. So when you fast, comb your hair and wash your face. Don't let everybody know you're doing this is what he's telling you. Because why? Then people will not know that you're fasting, but your father whom you cannot see, your father who sees you in secret will reward you what? Openly. What's he saying? He's saying, whenever you subject yourself in fasting, in private, God said, I'll show it what? In public. Now, it's a corporate fast. We're all doing this together. Jehoshaphat had a corporate fast. We're corporately fasting together. So whatever you decide God tells you to do, do it. Now, some of you, I'm going to tell you right here now, some of you really should fast food. You eating too much junk. Can I get an amen right after Christmas? You know what I'm saying? You eating so much junk and garbage. And I tell you, you know, I'm just being straight. I love, say, Pastor, you love me. Tell your neighbor he loves me. Look at your neighbor and say he loves me. Now, I'm going to get on some of you, dude, because let me, some of you, let me tell you right here now, and this is, not me, this is not me rebuking you, this is me loving you, and if you get mad at me, you can see me after service and say, you made me mad. Some of you, you, got, you ain't taking care of yourself, and you better cut it out. You got high blood pressure, you got diabetes, I had one nitwit, had diabetes so high, this joker going to blow out, man, he got like 800 or whatever, I don't know, Kathleen knows what I'm talking about, you know when you're, you could go blind. I was like, what in the heaven are you doing? Stop it. Cut it out, man. Your life is precious, man. People, some of you smoking, that's bad for you. I, you could go to heaven smelling like cigarettes. Will you cut this out? God ain't care about you smoking no cigarette, but it ain't healthy. It's your, I'm not picking on you. You've been doing this. That guy did, where's he at? He did it for 50 years. He didn't know. I'm not picking on him. I love him and my dad. I said, you better stop smoking them things. He did. He was there. He goes, I'm not doing this no more. I said, you're darn right you're not because we're not going to, you got to stop. Cut it out. And I'm not, I understand that's sensitive. I'm not being weird. But so you went to the doctor, doctor told you all this stuff and you, you over there, well, you know, ah, I'm trying. You ain't trying hard enough. Let's go. Stop it. I, I need you here. I'm trying to get the tendons up, not down. We need you. Come on. Start taking care of some stuff. Maybe you pray. Maybe God goes, hey, man, you know, put some of this stuff away or 
fix this or fix that. This is the time and season to do this thing. And I'm not picking on nobody because I understand people got, they're going through stuff. But you know what? You better take care of you. The Bible says you better take care of you. And sometimes you need this. And your wife's been telling you to take care of you, but you're hard-headed. Stop. I got them in the church all over here. They're so hard-headed. You know what I mean? Try, at least try or give it to God or try to fix it. You know what I mean? Now, Pastor, you meddle in my personal life. Yeah, well, that's my job. You know, I'm a professional aggravator. I aggravate you. You know what I mean? And then someone's saying, well, Pastor, I'm trying. Well, guess what? Give it to the Lord. Give it to the Lord. It's important. You understand? It's important for your health. So when you fast, what happens? You're drawing to God. That's the biggest thing. Look at this. Write that down. I think it's number three or something like that. Drawing near to God through prayer and fellowship. That's what we're doing. How many of you want to get closer to God in 2024? You know where God is? He's inside of you. How do you get conscious of somebody? How many, now watch this, married people, you can understand this. How many of you are married, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? How many of you realize that even though you're married, even though you got a ring, even though you sleep in the same bed together, you could really grow apart from one another if you don't intentionally spend time together? Can I get an amen? Come on, you know what I was talking about, right? You're waking up, sleeping in the same bed, Living life, doing this, going there. And when you're waking up and then one day you're like, you're like two ships passing in the night a little bit, right? Because you're not being intentional about what? Be honest. When's the last time you didn't, you know, we didn't have a date and we got busy with the kids and life's going. Some of you have been married 40 some odd years and when's the last time you, you ain't paying attention to one another unless you become intentional. Quiet in this Presbyterian church. Because I'm right. God's living in you. How many of you know you got to what? Pray and spend time with him, intentional. You got to have a place of meeting with God. How many of you got your morning time with God? How many of you got your night time with God? How many are trying to be conscious of God 24 hours a day, seven days a week, no matter what? Come on, you start what? You start making sure your relationship with God goes to another level. Look what Jesus said. Look what Jesus said. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that has passed in heaven, Jesus, let us hold fast our what? Profession, that's confession. For we have not a high priest who cannot be touched with the infirmities, but we are all likewise tempted. Look what it says in 16. Therefore, let us come boldly unto the throne of grace. Well, what happens if you don't come bold to the throne of grace? You don't obtain mercy in the time of need. And you don't find grace to help. So, if you need grace and mercy, if you don't come to God, guess what you ain't going to find? Grace and mercy, because he said you got to come to the throne. That's prayer. So if you're prayerless, let me tell you something, guys, you ain't going to like this, but if you're prayerless, you're in trouble. Because God can't do, everybody think God can do whatever God want to do. God can't do jack without your prayers. Stop living this crazy, goofy Christianity that is totally wrong. God cannot. You understand me? You were given authority. You were given dominion. You were given the power words, and you were given the ability in the earth to do this stuff. Without your mouth, God can't do nothing. You, you want? I prove it to you every day. Well, God's sovereign. Sovereign, nothing. All the sovereignty of God is over, man. Oh, you think that's true? He'd be a respecter of persons then. If He just did something for you. 
and then do something for you, but did something for you, and then did nothing for you, then he's a respecter of persons. Why is God doing what he's doing? He needs words. And I'm going to tell you right here now, maybe they weren't your words, but somebody was praying for you, or somebody's tongues unlocked some, or something. Without words, there's no currency between heaven and earth. you got to have words. So if you want to draw nigh to God, guess what draws nigh to God? Your mouth. You got to get in there and you got to draw nigh. You got to come to that throne of grace. Help me. How hard is that? That's the easiest prayer in the world. God, can you please help me? God, can you? You think spirituality is some goofball fly in the sky like pie goofiness. You know what's spiritual? God. Everybody practice. Say this. God, can you help me today? There's the greatest prayer you ever prayed. What do you need? God, can you give me peace today? God, I'm kind of afraid today. Can you give me some faith? God, I went to the doctor. I got a bad doctor's report. I know you're my healer. Can you give me peace? I don't want to be scared. Is that real spirit? Is that hard? God, help me. Man, you think I'm kidding? Those are big prayers. You look back at your life. Were you real spiritual? Like long, drawn out, goofy prayers that got answered? No, God, I need your help. God, give me the strength. You know, we were just, we just, you know, we just had, you know, we went through a little season of grief, you know. People go home to be with the Lord. You know what I mean? That ain't easy losing people you love. You know what that's like? It's like the wind gets knocked out of you. So what do we say? We came in here, I said, God, give me grace every day to make it. Whoa, next thing you know, you're stepping in a brand new season. Problem is, you're carrying your own burdens you were never meant to carry. You got to give it to God. Oh, this is simple. Yeah, well, then start doing it. That's it. It ain't big spiritual stuff. It's little spiritual stuff. Look what he says here. Come boldly to the throne of God and obtain mercy. Right? Look at 10.22. Look at Hebrews 10.22 for time's sake. I want you to see this. I got like 10 minutes. Let us draw near with the true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with Let us do what? Draw near. If you don't draw near to God, he can't draw near to you. You see what I'm saying? You got to seek God. You know what it is? It's like this. If you want to get in touch with God, just say this, right? Say, if I wanted to get in touch with Keith, what do you think I'm going to do? Pick up the phone and call him. I'm going to send him a text. Who's got to open up the line of communication? If I want to get him, I got to what? I got to contact him. How do you contact God? You come to him in prayer. What's praying? Sitting in some room? No. In your go, in the car, driving to work. Thanks for helping me out today, God. God, I'm just here to tell you, God, thank you for my family. Thank you for my wife and thank you for my kids. Little things, man. Get conscious of him, man. When's the last time you just talked to Jesus like a normal person? Pretend he's in the seat next to you. Like, hey, Jesus, what's going on today? You know what I'm saying? Be normal. No, be cool about it too. Like, hey, Jesus, what's up, man? What's going on? Help my golf game. Praise the Lord. I'm always asking for that. Every once in a while, he shows me a little mercy. I get like, you know what usually happens? I get one or two good shots, keep you coming back, right? God, God, come on, man, right? Come on. Some of you are like, hey, help my dolphins win today. It's probably not going to work, but it's okay. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And invite him in every area of your life. God knows Florida State didn't get their prayers answered. Hallelujah. There's a God in heaven. Amen. Let's move to point number four. Point number four. Let's move to point number four. I like point number four. Amen. It helps me get closer. When you got the mic, nobody else gets a rebuttal. Come on. If it helps me, what? Get closer to God. That's what it does. You want to get close to God because God's already wanting to get close to you. 
But we think spirituality is this big thing. No, it's little steps. It's consciousness. That's all God wants is your consciousness. Something comes on your mind, it's a little big for you, cast your care upon the Lord. That's awesome. Hey, I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills. We've all been there. And guess what? It's coming. I don't know how I'm going to pay. You know what it sounds like? I got projects. I don't know how I'm going to pay for this thing. The last one was a cute one, right? It's like, it's a lot of money. You got any of it? Not a dime. <laughs> and everybody's looking at you like, what are you going to do? I'm going to, it all work out, right? You look like an idiot in the natural. Like, like seriously, and you're talking with guys that, like, I just, it was funny, right? It's a couple million bucks. And I go see the dude, and we were just sitting there, and I was like, yeah, and they're like, and you know, like, the conversation is going to come up, and you have no answers whatsoever. <laughs> and you know it's coming, so you don't bring it up. Hey, how you doing? How's the kid? <laughs> you know, like, steer clear of that question. And then they look at you, because they're smart, and they're business guys, are like, how are you going to get the money for that? Then you got to give them the God answer. Well, you know, the Lord will provide. <laughs> are you kidding me? How are you going to do this? I'm not. He is. The burden's not on me, it's on him. So what happens is, when everybody's looking at you in a natural mindedness, and you got to live that kind of spiritual life, guess what you got to do? You got to be confident in the God you serve, and you got to be able to trust him where you can't trace him. So what happens is, your consciousness with God is key, because what you have to do is, before you, you know, before you get in the pressure points of life, you got to know you already communicated to the one who alleviates the pressure in your life. So guess what you do on the car ride there? Thank you, God, you meet all my needs according to your riches and glory. Thank you, God, that I know I place these problems in your hands and our situations are in your hands, and I know that you're going to take care of it. See what I'm saying? Now, once you take that off of you, you don't have to carry that no more. And when people come look at you, you look like a moron because you're like, praise the Lord, God's got it. And you know what he does? He gets it every time. Are you here? Are you seeing what I'm saying? You can't have confidence in the afternoon if you don't spend time with the king in the morning. You see this stuff? You got this, and then here's the crazy thing. Did anything change? Not a thing. Did anything move forward or backward? Not a thing. But what do you do? I got confidence that he's going to come through, that he said what he's going to do, and he's going to do it. Amen? Are you seeing what I'm saying? But if you don't alleviate those pressure points by spending time with God, guess what happens? You're carrying burdens you were never designed to carry. Look at this. I got to get closer. Look what it says in James 4.8. Look at this. Move your heart closer and closer to God. He'll come even closer and closer to you. But make sure you cleanse your life. And what? Don't sin, but keep your heart pure and stop doubting. You want to know why it tells you not to sin and, and stay away from doubt? Robs your confidence. That's all it is. You know, people make a big deal about sin. Sin is just a confidence robber. That's all it is. You know, like, oh, don't say, Jesus already annihilated sin. If you're in faith, you're not in that other stuff. So stay in faith and you won't even go near sin. You see what I'm saying? But what does he say? Check that out. It said what? It's a supernatural season of what? Draw near to God. If you don't draw near to him, look at this. This is a big one too. Point five, praying and fasting gives me more time to spend with God. That's the big thing. What is this season all about? Spending more time with God. And I'm going to say this. I don't think it's like this. You get up in the morning and, you know, you go lock yourself in the closet for like 40 minutes. That's not my deal. I like this, being conscious of God all day long. The greatest thing of prayer I think that you could accomplish in this, 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 this 21 days is that, like, in the middle of work, you get up from your desk and go, peace, I got to take a minute, man. I'm just going to walk to the water cooler or something and go talk to the Lord. 
you're so conscious of God when you're driving in the car, you shut the phone off and you just think, hey, hey, Jesus, praise the Lord, you're good. You're praying in the spirit on the way to work and you're praying in the spirit on the way home. Something a little different. You change up the house a little bit. Like, you know, you get your you sit down with your you sit down with your wife or you sit down with your husband and say, No, we don't really pray together. You know what I'm saying? I pray and you pray, but we really don't pray together. How about this year we do this? Pray like a couple minutes before. How about this? You know, you get up early, I don't get up as early as you, but we definitely got the same time at night. Close to it. We're gonna make sure. And how about this one? You know what? You're on your way to work, and I'm on my way to work. Why don't you call me on your way to work? I could take three minutes out of my day, and we could pray together about all the stuff we've been believing God for. What's that going to look like? What's that going to look like, guys? What's it going to look like when you know you start just making those little adjustments? Just those little, little tweaks in your life. What's it going to look like when you say, I'm going to start calling the kids. You know, I, I, I call the kids, but I'm going to start calling the kids once a week, and we're going to start having a little time. What are we praying and believing? What's your conversation going to look like when you call your kids and go, what do we believe in God for for the family? That's your new thing. You're going to call her once a week and go, what are we praying for? Lindsay, what are we praying for? What do we believe in God for this year? What's your life going to look like then? Have we done that before? It's something new we added, ain't it? What's the kids going to do? What are your kids going to do? What? Now, some of you, your kids are far out. What's that kid going to do the minute that phone rings and you're like, hey, it's mom and dad. We're on speaker. We want to know what you're believing God for this week because we want to get in agreement with you. You ain't got to be no spiritual weirdo. What is that? What do you mean, Ma? I just, me and dad want to pray about what you are believing for. I'm not believing God for nothing. Well, what do you think we could pray for? And don't say nothing. Okay, love you. We'll take care of it. And you hang up the phone. What's that kid going to look when you walk away from that conversation? That kid's going to be like, I don't know what's going on. They're trying to do some spiritual voodoo on me or something. But I don't know what it is. But I don't know what's up. They ain't never called and asked me about prayer. Don't make them pray. And then you get off the phone and say, thank you. Because, you know, he's been reaching out. You know what I'm looking at, mom and dad, because you've been doing the work. He got, he got questions every other week. He's asking me stuff about getting closer. That Nobody knows who I'm talking to. Mind your business. But he'd been reaching out. And you want to know what? It's the greatest thing in the world to see it. I love just being on the sidelines saying, yep, 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 yep. But that's the work you put in. What's it going to look like when you pick up that phone and say, hey, we're going to get her. What do we believe in God? What in the world? Say, blame me. I tell you so. Blame me. Pastor Chris making us do this. I didn't want to do it. He's a pain. He's at the door checking attendance, seeing if we got the app. It's like a cult over there. I don't even want to say no more. He's a a nightmare, but he said, I got to do this. So I'm doing this because he's a pain. And if you don't like it, here's his number. Send them my email. They can email me. What's that little joker going to look like when you pull her in and go, I want to know what you believe in God for. Okay, you don't want to talk about it? I'll tell you what we believe in God for. And pray and leave it alone. I'm telling you, man. How about your sister that don't serve God? Your brother that's hell-bent. I got to call that joker? Yeah. Once a month. Hey, I'm praying for you. You're praying for me? Yeah. I want to know, do you need me to pray about anything? They're doing this thing at church. And this guy's a pain. And he told me to call, call I don't even talk to you, but I'm calling you because he's a pain. And he said... I'm supposed to pray for you. And I want to know, do you need me to pray about anything for you and the family? Because if you do, I'm here. Click. Call back next month. What's your family going to start? What's your family going to start looking like? 
Well, I'm not that spiritual. Who said you got to be spiritual, man? You just got to become intentional. Call up your parents. Hey, what do we believe in God for? Call up your kids. Hey, draw near to God. Start carrying them things. Carry those little things. Like, these kids are going to freak. I call them up and talk to them about prayer. You know what they're going to do? I got them at the house, man. I know what they do. What? I'm the... Just do it anyway. Blame me. Pastor Chris got some campaign. He's crazy. Some of you ain't even talking to them family members. You call them up and tell them you pray for them. Watch how they change. I didn't say you got to get close, close. But you just got to start doing something moving towards God. What did God start doing in that family? It gives me more time to spend time with God. But think about it. What's it going to start doing to you? What's it going to What's it going to look like when you call your kids and your kids tell you the, the, those desires in their hearts that you didn't even know were there, and you start bringing that stuff to God? You believe in God for that? Hey, mom, you know I'm a little scared about this stuff. Okay, me and Dad will pray about it. I'm a little nervous about this. What's it going to look like when your loved ones, when you start talking, calling your parents or calling somebody or getting those kids, and those kids really start, after a while, start becoming transparent? What's your prayer life going to look like? God, i got to go bring this before you. God's going to start touching you. And it's going to be a five-minute conversation. That's all it's going to be. It's going to start changing your life forever. What are we doing together? You know, we make this spiritual stuff think it's so big. It's not as big as you think it is. It's simple little steps. And I'm leaving you with this. What does God want for 21 days? You. You. He didn't ask for 90 hours of you. He didn't ask for 20 hours of you. He didn't ask for 10 hours of you. He just needs a consciousness from you. That's all he wants. And the more you become conscious of having him, you start watching what starts happening. You'll start becoming conscious about God in everything. You'll get up one day and just feel heavy, like, hey, man, on the car ride, Hey, you know what? Let's just put it on speaker. You know, I got to drive. I'm driving from Gainesville because I know where you're going. And I know you're going to the shop. I'm going to put it on speaker. Let's just, let's just pray a little bit about it. We pray for three minutes because today's a big day. I don't know what's going on, babe. But, you know, you're just sharing. I don't know, honey, what's going on. But I just feel like we need to pray. The other day, that little joker, twice, yesterday, I prayed for him. He said, you know, there was a big old wreck over there. I said, you know, I prayed for you three times yesterday. Almost called you, one of them. He said, I, I prayed. I said, I know you prayed, but I felt it. I felt it. So I prayed it like three times. I felt it. So I said, yeah, you don't think those little jokers are watching? They're watching. You see what I'm saying? You start saying, you know, and then you get a little burden, right? Maybe you get burdened. Well, who you got? Call me up. Call your buddy up. Say, hey, I'm not going to carry this. Thing. Why you got to carry stuff for four days and put yourself in that state when you could have got rid of it in four minutes if you pick up the phone? Get some people that can stand in faith with you and go, why are you carrying stuff? Come on, let's go. Matthew 18, 19 says, if we pray and agree and we believe and we touch, it shall be done. Let's Come on, let's make this the year of a light burden. My yoke is easy, my burden is light. Let's glide into 2024 like you got to glide in your stride, a pep in your step. I ain't carrying this heaviness. I'm not carrying this lethargicness. I'm not living down this watery Christianity. Come on. And a lot of you, now listen, tonight you need to be in the building. Because I'm telling you what 2024 is about here. It's about the year of the supernatural. I'm convinced of it. So you need to get your Holy Spirit filledness ready to go. Some of you are like, well, I don't understand about all that. Well, good. Come and see me and I'll get you set up. Because you cannot be living. On, you cannot serve a supernatural God 
and not live a supernatural life. You don't want to live the almost. You got to live the uttermost life. Come on, somebody. Amen. We're going to do this thing. So here's all I need you to do. Remember this. Don't forget it. From now to Sunday, you got to decide. Go home and talk about it. Man, hey, you know what? We can give up a little bit of time. Let's start shutting it down and pray a little bit. Maybe you pick up the word. Maybe you pick up the prayer. Maybe you pick up some disciplines. Me and PL were talking about. We even said, I said, all right, we're getting a little sloppy over here in the diet. We need to fix this. We got a little goofy over here. We got to fix that. We're just being transparent. I'm being transparent, man. I'm like, I got to fix a little of this, fix a little of that, so I can cut back over here. You think my flesh wants to do this? I like ice cream. I already told the Lord, no coffee. That's the deal breaker right there. I said, you say coffee, I'm, I, you think, I say it every year. He ain't going to go there with me. He goes there with all you rookies, but God bless you. He ain't coming there after me. I said, look, man, just don't mess with the coffee. I'll, I'll suck everything through a straw. Praise be to God. But leave the coffee alone. You know what I mean? Some of you guys, you guys go to the next. I believe in you. Evan, I believe in you. Stay strong, son. Stay strong. Hey, hey man, God bless you. But I'm not going there, amen. I'm staying right there. I'm, I'm thinking espresso all the way out. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. All you other people, God bless you. Just leave me alone. But no, you know what? Those little adjustments. Some of you know, doctor's been talking to you. I'm not stepping on your toes. I'm rolling over them. Doctor's been talking to you about this stuff. Get this thing fixed. Come on, let's go. Because we need you for 2024, 25, 26, 27, 28. Come on. Right? Some of you say, a little bit more time. How many you can get, how many you can give me 10 minutes a day with God? Come on, man. 10 minutes a day. You're gonna get the app. You're gonna get, you're gonna download the Bible. I think you can get audio Bible from U version or one of them. Right? You go read Pastor Liz, wrote a blog on version. got 9 million people listened to it. They read it. You can get her devotional. Right? We're going to have the devotional ready for you for the whole fast for 21 days. It's coming on the app. They can do the relevant app too. And then you're going down and you're going to spend a little time in the Word. And how many of you know if you don't like reading it, you can hear it? And what's your life going to look like in 24? 24, you're getting ready to soar. This thing, you're going to take off like what? Because then it's, it's contagious. Little steps, little steps, little steps. And I know you can do it, amen? Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for these guys. And I know and I believe, I believe without a shadow of a doubt that this is going to be the best year of their life. Father, I thank you that you're going to lead them, you're going to guide them, and you're going to help them, and you're going to speak to them loud and clear. This is the year of supernatural activation in their life like never before. They're going to pray, they're going to fast, they're going to give. It's going to be a year of supernatural ability. It's going to be a year of the miraculous. And Father, I thank you for leading them, guiding them, and helping them. See and know what exactly you're asking them to do so that our life can go to a whole other level with you, in you, and for you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And just Amen. keep your heads bowed and your eyes closed for just a moment. For some of you, you need to step into 2024 with a brand new relationship with Jesus. Maybe you say you're sitting in here today and you've heard this wonderful message and you say, I don't really know what that means to be in fellowship with Him. I've never given my life to Him. He loves you so much that He gave His life for you and He just wants you to give your life back to Him. And in return, He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Every promise in the Bible is yes and amen. And ultimately that means one day, Hopefully many days from now, you end up in eternity with Him. 
But if you're in here today and maybe you say, I've never asked Jesus to be the Lord of my life. I've never asked him to be my savior. Maybe you say, I have asked him that before, but I'm not living like that today. Right now, no one's looking around. Every head is bowed, every eye is closed because this is a moment between you and Jesus. And if you're in here today and you say, I wanna make that decision today, whether it's for the first time or whether I've made that decision a bunch of times before, today I wanna commit my life to Jesus. Would you just raise your hand and say, that's me today. I wanna make him my Lord. I wanna make him my savior. I want him to be, I I wanna follow him. That's the greatest decision you could ever make. When we're done, we're praying this prayer. We're all gonna pray this together. You can go right back to our lounge area and someone will be there to pray with you, to give you some information to help you on your journey with Him. But can we all just say this together, whether you're in this place today or whether you're watching online, can we just say, dear Jesus, I believe in my heart that you are the Son of God. And I confess with my mouth that you are Lord. I ask you right now, come into my life. Forgive me when my life has not pleased you. And from this day forward, I choose you, be my Lord, be my savior. In Jesus name I pray. And everyone said, amen and amen. Come on and rejoice this morning. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.